Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. On today's episode of The Glue Guys, we are going to discuss something that I really did not think we'd ever discuss this season, that Kyrie Irving is going to return to the Brooklyn Nets, but most likely, almost definitely, unvaccinated and as a part-time player. What do you mean you didn't think? You talked to Shams like three days ago and he told you. He told you right to your face, Mike. You the shaman, you if you will. Hey, nice the, done. The shaman. Nice uh, we're going to discuss it. I have 12 burning questions on off-court stuff surrounding Kyrie's wow. pending return. Am I excited? I can't tell. Mm, interesting. It's a conflicted episode. Okay, let's do it. Child of divorce conflicted. I'm cutting that part out. to the glue guys this is mike here say hello brian hello. check us out on twitter at pk glue guys netsnaily.com the athletic get yourself on the paywall at the athletic.com slash glue guys right number z pod michael that was good you got really good at that um i like your new house energy i like the home yeah that you're in your home gym um yeah full full honesty uh yeah. yesterday which was friday recording this saturday morning at 9 56 a.m eastern standard time yesterday i moved into a new house um, it's a palatial estate mazel, mazel. along the Potomac. Yeah. It's it's truly uh, creme de la creme. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> um, and and uh, of course, I saw the Shams tweet mm. that Kyrie is going to come back. And, and I had to call Brian and be like, Brian, Life, life's complicated. And, you know, and I was like, Mike, I don't care where you are. You're <laughs> you're <laughs> you're getting into your home. Go to your home gym right now and pull up your yes. recording software. You know, and that's that's how we got here. Um, wow. Wow, Brian. You know, we, the breadcrumbs had been laid. The breadcrumbs had been dropped on the floor for us Nets fan mice to gobble them up. And, but yet still, it is still shocking to me as we're here almost now, you know, 12 hours later. I don't know. I don't want to do that. The math on the hourage. It's not. But, uh, that Kyrie Irving is going to return. Mm. To the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. at least for now as a part-time player, I have 12 burning questions, and I want to start with wow. this one, Brian. Okay. Are you happy? Uh, it's a, That's a good question because it's yes. it's, it's a weird one. Um, I don't think I I am happy. <laughs> it's weird. Like, <laughs> I'm excited to see him play because this is, I mean, just, I mean, taking zooming all the way out. This is laying out all the feelings. This is yeah. both both awesome and troublesome in like equal doses. I love I love to watch Kyrie Irving play basketball. We talked about it 
you know, ad nauseum that he's by far the most fun dude to watch play basketball. He is a revelation, and that's obviously I like to see cool things. That's part of that's a axiomatic philosophical truth. I like cool, cool stuff, Mike. Um, on buddy the good. on the <laughs> buddy here, love. You know, my dirt bike. I love my dirt bike. I love (laughs) a backflip. But on the other hand, obviously, there is all of this. I mean, take the whole, like, dangers of the unvaccinated stuff out. Like, you know, that's a whole thing. We don't need to get mired in that. Everyone knows our position on that stuff. It's just real quick. It's dumb. You shouldn't shouldn't do it, you know? It it, it is... (laughs) It is, in fact, I know everyone's like, Kyrie's going to infect the team. The team has been infected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually Ky- like Kyrie should be worried yeah. about joining this outbreak-laden Brooklyn Nets team, but he doesn't seem to care. Indeed. He's lacing up his Indeed. And especially at the Apologies. moment where, like, you know, as as of our recording, it's, a, it's, it's hectic out there right now. So um, timing is interesting. Not the best. It's <laughs> yeah. not optimal. That the fact that, yeah. that New York reported the most positive cases, I think, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, the same exact day that Kyrie Irving is trumpeted his return to Brooklyn. But yeah, again, man. your feelings. Give me your feelings. Well, that's sort of it. Like, it's both – it's cool because I like cool stuff. But, I mean, there's, like, the the COVID element, which is dangerous. And then also, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want some milk. Mike, there's there's not a whole lot of faith that I have that – you know, he's now he's got some evidence <laughs> – <laughs> that's a that's a childhood book I had. If you give a mouse a cookie, that's an actual book. It's it's good. Um, check it out. <laughs> I've never given a mouse a cookie, yeah. and I really don't think he would demand milk. He's afterwards. gonna want some milk. Um, so like you know, now we have a real. This was a you know, for, maybe it wasn't like laid out so succinctly, but this was a a tug of war here and Kyrie Irving is getting his way and it's a unilateral win. And I think he's the kind of guy, although he's going to do this, like I have no ego bullshit, frankly, uh, he'll, his ego is like, I won. I did this. I got it. I got what I wanted. They didn't move. Like I didn't budge an inch and they completely backed down. He's the Soviets and the Nets were the Nazis. If we're going to, you know, and and they stormed, (laughs) they tried to storm into Soviet territory and the, and the Soviets just let them freeze to death on the plains of Eastern or look, Western look, Russia. You're the historian. You're the history expert. So <laughs> I'll leave that to you. But uh, yeah. So in that way, like that, that's, you know, it's while well, it's like, cool. Like there's a fun, you know, we get to watch them play basketball. There's, there is some discord potentially and there's shout out to the discord, the other kind of discord uh, <laughs> where you're fucking on it. today. <laughs> I've you're been up since 2 a.m. Like I've been, I had a weird night. Um, God bless. I know. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so there's, that's conflicted. You can tell I'm just kind of all over the place, but it's, that's how it is with Kyrie, you know, and that's, that's the ride we're on. Um, it, well, how do you it, feel? It's really, it is a really hard motion to grapple with because I think the second I see him on the court and his, uh, sort of like disregard for COVID policy by not getting vaccinated will matter less to me emotionally just because I'm going to get the thrill, the dopamine dose of seeing him play basketball, Mm -hmm. seeing the team that we've been waiting for. You know, we've never, this has been talked about many times, we've never really gotten the James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving Team and I almost think it, we're, the team is jinxed. We still like we're still not going to get it. That's what's funny K- about this. KD's he's going to like tw- twenty four games. That's all he's got. In, in yeah, a, and, the and, and he'll probably play and they'll like sit Harden. Yeah, couple, you know what I mean. Actually, in those games, and and I'll get to this later. Those road games should be the games that they're playing. All three big 
big stars all together because they need to build up the chemistry for whatever may happen in the playoffs. Actually, why? Because if they have to play away games, why build chemistry <laughs> that you're only going to have half the time? You know. But I'm I yeah. am conflicted. I'm I'm very conflicted, and 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 because. <clears throat> You know, and we could talk about the fact that the Nets wanted to be the Spurs and the Spurs would never cave in this way. You know, when the Nets made the decision to tell Kyrie that you would not be a part-time player, when they made the decision in October, the Nets got a lot of good PR and a lot of the commentary was like, Sean Marks is from the Spurs and Mm -hmm. that's how the Spurs would do it. And I love the idea of that, the Camelot idea of what the San Antonio Spurs under Tim Duncan were. I just want to say... Like it doesn't exist. That reality of the NBA doesn't exist anymore. There's no such thing. I mean, the Spurs aren't even the Spurs anymore. Like this idea that you could be this really sound team where like the executive and coach run the team fully and have full control. I don't even think that was true. Like I still think Tim Duncan ran the team. It's just that he didn't give a shit about a lot of the the stuff that modern ish players care about. Like, it's almost like pining after the days of HBO when they had the Sopranos and Sex in the City, and they were just pumping out massive history-altering alter- hits. Mm. Those days, we're in the streaming age, baby. Yeah. That doesn't exist. We got to get content out there. We got to put TikTok videos out there. That's right. On, Three minutes you know, max. We're in, the, we're in the streaming TikTok age. We're not in the Spursian HBO Sopranos age anymore. It's a different era Wow. There's a lot of metaphors. There's a lot going on. There's Camelot was in there at some point too. This yeah, is, yeah, I'm pumped up too, man. I'm fired up. So I am I am very conflicted. But I also, and can I be honest? Please. I think a lot of us had felt COVID policy burnout on some level, right? Like wearing masks inside grocery stores, all, all the things that we have to do that we should be doing. Mm-hmm. A little sense of burnout. Like even in my most ardent must-get vaccines, I will never touch another person's hand again because I don't want to get COVID. Sure. I like all, you know, the person that's like double masked up when they're sitting inside. Mm-hmm. That was you. Even those people are getting, well, that was mostly me, but even those people in my life who are like that are, are kind of like waning because it's just like, we've been at this. So like that emotion, mm. the, the, like the fatigue kind of mixes in with the Kyrie basketball. So I'm like, like, he's just not going to get vaccinated and what am I going to do about it? So are the why are the Nets penalizing themselves for this righteous idea of all vaccine all the time? Because the team, they are a professional basketball team. They are not, you know, City Hall. They are not elected officials. They do not represent the body of New York. They are a basketball team. And like you said, Kyrie Irving, pretty good. Pretty good. It's a conflicting feeling, Brian. <clears throat> yep. Do I don't it, know. Is that... So let's do more questions. So let's go to question number two. Question number two. Did the Nets cave? Yeah. Yes. They <laughs> yeah. lost. Yeah. Joe Unequivocally. Sy. Yeah. Can I, wanna, can I read you some Joe Sai quotes from October? Please. So when Joe Sai went out and they, they, you know, they made the decision, Joe Sai had like a little bit of a media tour mm-hmm. and he spoke to uh, NetsDaily.com of the show. Um, he said this, I have all the patience in the world with Kyrie. He's on the roster, just not on the court. That he's had multiple conversations with the Kyrie and that he would welcome our Irving back if he got vaccinated. But Josiah added that he respects Irving's decision that he, Josiah, does not really understand. And Josiah also said, I think this was maybe to the New York Post, Kyrie has his own beliefs. This is not a decision about him. This is about a decision 
where we go as a team. It's just not tenable for us as a team with a player that comes in and out, no home games, only away games. So Josai says this a scant two mm. months ago. Mm. The world changes, baby. It changes. But two, two months is all it takes. That's really that's it. Can I tell you how extraordinary it is? A guy is powerful. A guy who who Josai has to navigate, and he seems very willing to navigate the Chinese government to get through his business interests that he has with Alibaba. He had to bow to the knee of of Kyrie. Ultimately, the Nets bow down to Kyrie, and they were like, "Yeah, you know what <laughs> this this Camelot right. this Camelot court thing is this genuflecting." <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You don't here. love this metaphor, do you? <laughs> Well, I just I don't I'm, know what was going on in Camelot. There was just King Arthur, right? Like what's people the, just loved it. You know, the they, Knights of the Round oh, Table. They were all happy. They like everyone's it. happy. Merlin got it right. Yeah. Merlin was Merlin there, was right? There. I think so. I think yeah, so. yeah. Uh, kind of creepy, Merlin. A little too touchy feely, if you ask me. <laughs> Did you ever get that impression? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Anyway, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of those vibes. S- um, stroked his beard quite a bit. Sorry. Okay, so did the Nets cave? You say yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, it's, 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 um, that one's pretty cut and dry. Good question. So, yeah. so question for you, sub question. This isn't even mm. one of the 12. Does it matter? Um, Does it matter for the franchise that, the, that in this moment they were like, we had this policy, we had a strong stance and we decided only two months later, eh, screw it. I think it matters. I got to tell you, I think, Ooh, it, I think it's okay. a precedent tell that people are going to take note of. You know, and and Kyrie's the kind of guy. <clears throat> look, every season Kyrie's got a reason for not playing. You know, and it's and oftentimes it has nothing to do with physical anything. So you know, we've set a a pretty hard precedent here of like, guess what, guys? If I don't want to play basketball, I ain't gonna do it. And it doesn't matter what I say or what kind of crazy ass reason I come up with. It's just not gonna happen if it doesn't. If I don't want it to happen. So um, I don't know. Why I'm giving him this twang, but. Um, you know, he's, I feel like he's, he's, he's a real South Orange, he's a real right? cowboy right now. He's giving me big cowboy energy. Um, so yeah, in that sense, I do think it, I do think it kind of matters. I, so I ultimately don't think it does. Cause I think the NBA already knew that the nets were run by Kevin Durant. Well, Kyrie now, well, they kind of, they kind of knew it. And now they definitely know it. There's proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and part of what I feel is that, so what? Like if you're going to have your franchise well, yeah, run there's by, that. there's that. I mean, like, so dudes, anytime, yeah, there's a, it's a good three guys. I mean, even still, like he's like the third guy to a certain extent. Although, like James Harden, whatever is maybe it, maybe it perks Harden back up. Who knows? But um, yeah, I guess mostly it's just like do whatever Kevin Durant says. They've kind of he's the guy that's on contract, and at that point, you know, that's the person you want to make happy, most happy, most often. Yeah, and so that goes to my next question: Who is the secret MVP of this whole charade? It's Kevin Durant, clearly. Yeah. Because it was, again, we had Sham Sharania on. You can listen to that episode. It's almost a nice time capsule mm. to listen to Shams answer those questions only a few days before you know the decision was actually made. Shams did not tell me this on the, on Slack, on The Athletic, in text messages. Mike, he, didn't he tell got me. his number. Everyone knows you're, you're yeah, all it's hooked pretty up. Cool. You're it's all, pretty cool. I like, Shams is a nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Look at you. Um, you're, you have no problem flexing on that. That's amazing. Yeah, That's great guy. Great guy. <laughs> You know, we slack sometimes. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, I get it. Not, just about life. Just about, you know? just about the just about life. things that he wouldn't publicize. Coming to like news breaking things that he hasn't told anyone yet. That Brian knows how terrified I am. Like when when we had Shams on, Brian was like, "Can you just tell him to be on Zoom? Like, how hard is oh, that?" Yeah. I was like, "Making I'm any not doing imposition, it. <laughs> it's real." It's like, like, but Mike, you have to. <laughs> it's like, like not the he's he's younger than us. Yeah, and I he's on he. 
TV. Like, I think he knows. I was like, nope, not, not, I dare not even approach the subject with the great and powerful shams, yeah, the shaman, yeah. um, as we say. The, it, so again, only a few days ago, Shams was trying to answer the questions about kind of where all this was coming from. He never said it was from Kevin Durant, but it was basically from Kevin Durant. And Durant, within only a few days of pressure, flipped this massive policy mm. that the Nets acted like was a bedrock function of their franchise. And he he got his wish, as he kind of should. Like, you know, the, the people who really should be making this decision, and Sean Marks is no dummy. He put it right there in the statement. The coaching staff and the players are all behind Kyrie Irving returning. The important thing about that is that who is most at risk of COVID, positive tests, all that stuff, by introducing an unvaccinated player into the mix, it's the coaching staff and players. Sean Marks said right there in their statement announcing the return that they are behind the move. I think that they are. Sean said directly that the locker room and coaching staff, I think he said coaching staff, are all behind the idea of doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's the secret MVP of this whole charade? Kevin Durant. He yeah, wins. Clearly. He get he got he got his friend back on the he's getting his friend back on the court. Half the time. And only half the and time. he gets him he gets decreased minutes mm-hmm. because they're playing Kevin Durant like he's a playoff player. That's right. And we need to protect our our John Snow. That's right. Okay. That's right. Uh, next question for you, Brian. If Kyrie is only a part-time player, how much, if at all, does it raise the Nets' championship ceiling? So this is under the assumption that Kyrie will never play a home game for the rest of the season. He is not mm-hmm. getting vaccinated. Yeah. Which Are okay. we and, saying that that's the likeliest scenario? It feels like that's the likeliest scenario. Well, one of my other questions, yeah. I guess it should be before this, does this move, does this move of Kyrie coming back to the team as a part-time player? Does it move him closer or further away from being vaccinated? I would say further away. So almost def- I, it's, definitively. That's a t- it's, this is the hardest one. There's some people who are seemingly optimistic about like, yeah, now they'll have like his ear more, and it's like he's he's gotten he's gotten this far um, with every. Uh, presumably, he's had plenty of ears, you know, or <laughs> you know, mouths to. To go into his ear, stick in his ear, <laughs> stick in his ear. Um, but and is that, that how you think talking works? <laughs> that's what works you best. You stick your mouth into people's <laughs> ears. <laughs> if I'm really wanting to communicate something important, I'll just I'll go right in. Um, that's not true. Uh, what uh, what was I saying? God, what the hell was I just talking? <laughs> what was I talking about? Yeah, I, I, don't about think, I don't think I don't think yeah, yeah. The idea the idea that because Kyrie Irving is going to be integrated into the team. It's going to make him more likely to make a different medical decision about what he puts in his body, right? Yeah, I mean, I just don't think that there's like there's only evidence that he's just completely dug his heels in, and there's not been any evidence that like anything anyone says to him is making any difference. It doesn't matter what new variant comes out, what new diabolical thing. It just does. There hasn't been any movement. I mean, maybe that's the thing. Like maybe the Omicron is. I mean, we're at the sort of precipice of something. You know, maybe here that's pretty pretty nasty maybe that's you know that kind of thing moves the needle more than anything else you know i don't want to say that it's impossible but like you know there's a whole new news cycle potentially that could change things i don't know well yeah i mean we're really going out on the edge here but let's do it because this is what Kyrie has put the position he's put us in mm-hmm. right so Kyrie becoming back part of the team integrates him into society much more than he had been 
out like what he was doing before. I know that he was traveling and going to basketball games at like seeing Seton Hall games. He'd flown to LA. He's been working out, but he's going to be around a lot more people and traveling a lot more by playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Being unvaccinated, he's going to have to get tested every single day. It's not he that hard to get tested. Like the nose thing, the nose thing's like easy. I don't know. That yeah, I know. Yeah. I guess we make a big deal out of that. I've yeah. I've done at home tests and they're a pure delight. I kind of like. I kind of like them. I like. Yeah, yeah I like a little tickle, <laughs> little, little tickle up there. And I love to sneeze. I love the feeling of a sneeze. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a blessing. It's actually <laughs> it's, the, it, that's it's what, the getting say? out of your body. Ah, um, interesting. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I do. I do understand the notion that him being a part of the team could increase his chances of getting vaccinated for only because the urgency of this season, the championship aspirations of this season do rely upon on some level Kyrie being a full-time player. And it seems like he's only going to be a full-time player if, you know, he gets vaccinated. Now I think there could be some wiggle room with that even, which I'll talk about later, but like I, I think there's some credence to the idea that him playing for the team puts him a little bit closer to getting vaccinated, but he won. He's won. He's unvaccinated, mm-hmm. and he's going to play basketball. That's all he wanted. And in fact, he gets to play less games. Less games. He's, I mean, it's, it's really like the it's, perfect. It's situation. really what he wanted. He's like, I don't. Yeah, it's per, it's really. I mean, it, he, just he loses 20, millions of dollars though. It's still, that's still coming out of his pocket. He wipes but. his ass with millions of dollars. I guess that's what you know. That's where he's at. Okay, so let's get back to this. So now that we've not really even answered whether he's closer or further away, he's both from getting vaccinated. If he's only a part-time player, does this raise the Nets championship ceiling? It does. It has to, right? Even if it's a smidge. Like, I don't really agree with the fact that him being in and out of the lineup is like... So Alex Schiffer of The Athletic, great writer. Terrible podcast guest, but a great writer. (laughs) Wow. He's he's he wrote a really good story about what what Kyrie's impact about his return could be, and he quoted uh, an NBA coach anonymously. The coach said, "It's like trying to reintegrate Kyrie into the lineup for just part time basis is like throwing a boulder in a pond. Mm. You know, it has this massive ripple effect because he consumes so many possessions when he's playing. Right? He has such a focus of the team, and then if you just remove him like every other game, it's going to be very disruptive." But give me that boulder, man. I would rather have boulder and the ripple effect of that boulder than like them running, you know, Cam Thomas out there in crunch time. I'm going to make a weird argument, and I think it's just unique to this season. But like just because now, if I mean, going with where we are currently with the amount of COVID protocol, you know, uh, substitutions and stuff that's happening all, all around the league. And like just like let's take this snapshot as like, OK, this is a thing that will continue to happen putting off way off to the side. Don't even address the fact that like maybe they take some time off or whatever from playing basketball. Like let's just stick with this current paradigm. Um, it's actually, I think we're in a weirdly good position <laughs> to have like an advantage. Like we're so used to our best players not playing together at the same time and having people swap in and having like literally all the way down to the 15th dude on the bench be somewhat ready for like actual game time action. Um, and we've been that way since last season for all these sort of same reasons. Um, I think we were like weirdly, like I think there's an advantage to being experienced in that kind of instant substitution. Our best players not playing together kind of versatility slash 
you know, I don't know, like it's like improv. They do, they have to do, and, and if you're <laughs> if you're getting good at improv, you do like a lot of improv reps. I think it's beneficial to us versus a team who's like a really super rigorous, you know, uh, you know, rotation or whatever. Does that make yeah, sense? Like the Milwaukee, yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks are the type of team like they've had this system for many, many years. It's yeah. been the same system that would makes them successful. But like if I think if you remove the Chris Middleton factor, or Drew Hall, not Drew Holiday's in that system, it, it does impact them more than like yeah. The Nets have never had. A like, we just beat the Sixers with like Kessler Edwards. You know, that like was that dope. was <laughs> it was amazing. We didn't even talk about that. That was a great game. Super fun. Super fun game. And I've come up with a new nickname. I didn't Did get it. it. The kettle. I don't get that. What is it? Three. He's the three kettle, like a like a tea kettle. The so three. Kessler in Middle High German three. means kettle. Okay, so let's start with that as the base of a nickname. Is this and if you excuse do, me, this you're is already, how we start with it. Yeah. You've, You've already, already lost it. it. Yeah. Okay, three and, and so kettle. he shoot he shoots threes, which also sounds like the word tea, like a tea kettle. So he's the three kettle. I'm going. I we we on the stream. Shout out to this to the dirty stream. We're coming up with thing like special K. You know, like a, like a ketamine kind of thing. K hole. You know. <laughs> so, so stuff like that see that sparks joy and and you yeah, know i like, don't know if, if i hear ian eagle it, saying k-hole yeah and that's not how ian talks that's more Mark um, albert but. i think um you know and, and like basketball reference says you can have multiple nicknames so you know the the three kettle can be can live you know couldn't it can coexist that's <laughs> it's on the edge it's on the it's edge. on the edge it's like the last i don't, I don't know if it's the leader i think special k <laughs> i think we start with special k but wouldn't you be thrilled if, like, five years from now when Kessler Edwards is an MVP and on his basketball reference, the three kettle is what we got? If that's on there, I'll be very impressed with your <laughs> your influencer status, Mike. That'll that'll be impressive. Um, question for you, Brian. Please. This is number four on my list, but this is, like, the seventh one we've asked. How does it impact the Nets rotation? Very simple, bare-knowns basketball Bear nose, bare, bare bones, bare bones. Again, I moved. <laughs> no, I've been I, moving. I, I just wanted to make sure like, I heard you right. That's <laughs> bare nose. I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, bare, bare nose. I think. Um, I mean, the rotation is already in a state of upheaval. Upheaval. Now, I now I caught the bug. Upheaval, and um, and so it's already stupid and broken. So I don't see it as a problem at all to introduce this boulder into the rippling pond thing or whatever into Camelot's court. Um, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. At all, and I mean, until we have some sort of like stasis on this team, it doesn't seem to be this season. Um, I don't even think it's you know like the concept of rotation. Just like throw it out right now, you know, it's all over the place. Yeah, like th- that's the thing. You can't even really answer the question because there is no rotation. Yeah, from which for Kyrie to be inserted, the only thing that it does help is that I mean, it helps a lot of things to have Kyrie Irving playing back, but it makes it so that you're not putting James Harden in a bad spot. Sure. Really ever. So maybe that that's going to increase his play to be a little bit better, less pressure on him. And then like, let's see him when he has that really good ball handler next to him. I'm, you know, Kevin Durant is obviously a great ball handler, but he's just he's a unique weapon on the basketball court. I'm talking about a pure guard. He's, like I'm most uh, excited to see James Harden and Kyrie play together again to see what happens. We've talked about it, you know, a lot, but like missing we've been missing Dribble drive penetration, getting into the guts of the defense, Mike. Just beating your first man off the dribble, getting the people to collapse around you. James Harden has lost a lot of his ability to do that. Let's just call it like it is. 
Let's just call it like it is, Mike. I'm going my I'm going full first take here. Do you, are you should, feeling that? Should the Nets now trade James Harden? Is that what you're That's saying? That's what we're saying. No. Um for Ben Simmons <laughs> to the 76. <laughs> Can you imagine having Ben Simmons and Kyrie on the same team? <laughs> Kevin Durant would Yeah. That's too much. Uh, would cry. The the uh, so I think I think it's basically Kyrie when he plays in the road games. It's you know thirty five minutes, thrilling basketball, thrilling. And I I do want to you know let's next question here. How will Kyrie look? I think it's unanswerable. We have no clue. I'm gonna guess he's gonna come out like firing. You know, Kyrie's the kind of guy who, as long as he's healthy, I, I think his game is just constant. Like there's not like he does he's not James Harden. He doesn't need this three month ramp up period to get to peak physical condition. You Kyrie hope, is you hope not. Pretty, I mean, if we hear anything about conditioning or anything like that, my like, I mean, the oh patient's window is it's not even there. There's no window. This is a a room with no windows. What this do you is think? The home do gym. you think they're gonna do this whole like Kyrie needs his own training camp stuff? Do you know what I mean? Like, if they like, do, I mean, like, that's just a like they have to hide that. If there, there's any concerns about his like conditioning or like if he comes in and he like ooh, he's like I'm a little tight. Like you're that's nobody has patience. You should have been that. doing yeah. You should have been doing yoga <laughs> yeah. with all that free time you had. That's right. Just chill out. You should have been stretching. You should be pretty ready to go. So I mean, that's the that's the risk you run with. Like you've you've tested everyone's patience a little bit. Um, so you know. He only needs small. something like five days or seven days or something of negative tests. Like he just, it's not like this like crazy. He doesn't, because he isn't getting vaccinated. He doesn't need to wait. Cause like if he got vaccinated, he would have to get the shot regimen and be up to date with his vaccine. So it'd have to be a month of vaccination time or he could do Johnson and Johnson, which is two weeks. But because he's not getting vaccinated, he just needs to get like I think five days of negative tests, and he's technically going to be allowed to play. There's no way he gets vaccinated like that. I'm just thinking about this. Like for him to be like, nah, I was just joking. I just wanted to hear you say it, and, like, <laughs> and then get vaccinated is insane. He's, there's no way he's getting vaccinated. He no, he's going to get the Nets are going to lose in the finals because he's not playing home games, and he's going to get vaccinated after the finals. I know. And he's going to have a, the cringiest Instagram post about how important vaccines are, and everyone's going to be like. Dude, we told you a year ago. It is cursed. Get vaccinated. It is cursed. I mean, I, I we really, as much as we're trying to like talk about this in realistic terms, it is still crazy. I don't want to say it's crazy, dude. But the, it's the, the stupid conversation. Still, the dumbest conversation still going on in our Twitter timelines and stuff too, with people with the same same shit and it's like you know let's not get into the it, people but. who the people the anti-vax people who send like the bar graphs to show you who, like, yeah dude just like peppering your timeline with bar graphs that are like from like pulled from the most insane instagram handles just like <laughs> what is this get out of here stop it um i think Kyrie is gonna look pretty great i think he's gonna come out with great energy excitement it and we're all like the moment we see him back on the court i'll be like ah oh, this is amazing. I mean, that's what it, it's so cool. It's so fun. But at the same time, there's this there's a little baggage there, Mike. A little baggage. And, and we know post all. So All-Star break is like the third weekend of February. Who knows when Kyrie is really going to play? Like there's some indication that like he could even. But he technically could play against the Lakers on Christmas Day, which I really don't think the NBA wants Kyrie's first. Well, maybe they do want his first game back being Christmas Day because people are going to be watching for sure. Uh, but I don't know if they want that kind of 
that spot. It's an interesting thing. Like how how much attention are they allowed to? Should they give this? Like there's an interesting sort of media like does apparatus. ESPN splash yeah. a picture of Kyrie and it's like the upcoming games and it's Kyrie's <laughs> and they do like lower thirds, face. just like him, like like. <laughs> Just like bah, like disease, like you know, virus clouds all over the screen. Like <laughs> you know how in the NFL, like they have the third, like the thir- the first down marker, and in in the NHL they used to have like the glowing puck, mm-hmm. like Fox when right. they had the NHL. I think it was Fox. They had like the glow, this, yeah. like they should have the glowing Kyrie Irving unvaccinated bubble around him. I like it, like uh, like as a visual presentation. Smart. I would. En- and then when he runs into another player, they have like some of the residual goo of his unvaccinatedness <laughs> that Good. sticks on them. Good. Um, Smart. Nickelodeon, call me. Nickelodeon's always trying to do alternative broadcasts. They've been here. They've been in your, in your DMs for a while, Nickelodeon. <laughs> I know that. Um, Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a... Mm, real POS. You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Question number eight. Okay. I don't really know what number this is. Does Kyrie coming back hurt or help Kevin Durant's MVP chances? Mm. You could also say it remains neutral. I'm going to think neutral. I, I think in terms of like the actual, I mean, like there, here's the dumb argument is like it gives him rest rest days and not being injured is a big part of getting mvps um so in that in that way yes but like on the actual on court kind of level i don't think so yeah i think i think it does the rest thing's a great point and also the team's going to be better so the record's going to be better and when your record's better it helps your mvp chances Mm -hmm. 
And I Plus, think also he still has the narrative of like, look, they were first in the East when they were like bad and didn't have their best players. So you can't make the like, oh, he's got all these good players around him argument because you already have half of that argument, you know, squirreled away. Like we didn't have yeah. our best players and we were the best in the East and I was playing the best. And let's say there's like a stretch in February where Kevin Durant like sits for a whole week. It's Kyrie and Harden playing and they lose all those games. Then he even gets that extra argument of like, look what happened when I was out. Mm. Um, I think it, I mean, I think it helps a little bit just for the fact the team will be better. If the team is better, they're going to be even more up the standings as they are. I mean, the funny thing is this team has had so much turmoil in terms of injuries and COVID policy and they're first in the Eastern conference. I'm just thinking, I just, it just like came to me how interesting it's going to be when it gets to the playoffs and there's so much pressure on a nightly basis. And like, you know, James Harden like twists his ankle on the, you know, you know, first home game or whatever. And like, Oh my God, the pressure is just going to be so interesting. It's going to be too much. And like, is Kyrie going to be allowed to sit on the bench with a mask? No, fuck you know no. I mean? He's he's out of here. He can't. Watching... He can't be in the building, right? No, he's like, yeah, he's up in Paramus again. He's <laughs> he's watching with his football buddies <laughs> playing black. <laughs> he goes to like a Seton Hall basketball game <laughs> yeah, while the playoffs yeah. are going on. Yeah. No, but you, it's so true. Let's all think back to what those bu- that Bucks Nets playoff series was like last year. How tense it was. The fact that Kevin Durant could not spare a single second on the bench. Yeah. That Harden was playing with one leg, literally, not literally, but almost literally, one leg, and and he was out there. He shouldn't have been out there. He still hasn't recovered from his hamstring injury, yeah. and he played like five months ago. So the that intensity, and then you're just going to have Kyrie Irving, like not, like he'll be there for some games, yeah, and then just not there. My personal beliefs. And it's Patty Mills. It's my personal beliefs. But do you want the fun thing? Um, yeah. In a month, let's say, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Joe Harris, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nick Claxton, Patty Mills, and anyone else you want to put in there in terms of rotation, Blake. I guess Blake's making a comeback. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. it, it's pretty exciting that the Nets are going to get back Joe Harris and Ke- Kyrie Irving in the matter of like basically a month. Mm-hmm. And you know those are two of the top four players on their team. I mean, the way that we've been playing with these young these young bucks, I'm, I'm not I'm not missing anybody at Who, the moment. The three kettle, the three kettle. <laughs> Even as you say, I was like, wait, what is that again? I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, the three kettle, uh, among others. So I mean, you know, don't. You know, I'm not I'm not in a rush at the moment. I'm enjoying myself. Okay, let's uh, knock through. Okay, let's blast. Three, last three. Blast blast. Here's a fun one. Kyrie Irving is coming back as a part-time player. Is that a question? Can the can the Nets still trade him this year? <laughs> That's hilarious. Now that you find out that he's coming, oh, that would be does it increase his trade value? Whoa, dude, you're brilliant. You're so. It, I mean, that would be because so the biggest dastardly. fear with Kyrie was that he was going to retire if yeah. he gets traded by the Nets, which I guess could still happen. But if he returns, looks really great for like two weeks in away game. This is a great insight into how what a sick puppy Mike is. He's so <laughs> so devious. This is what it's like being, you know, co-workers with Mike here. He's just always looking to <laughs> stab people in the back. That's right. Um that's interesting. That's interesting. It definitely so does they, inc- increase his trade value. Like it, in a vacuum, it definitely does. Massively. I think yeah. it massively increases his trade value. The fact that he's going to be actually playing basketball. I know. You're like, so, so, you're so it, smart to think of that, Mike. You really Does are. it increase the probability 
of him getting traded. No, it decreases the probability of right. him getting traded right. for sure. But I, I mean, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, I, it, it helps them that he's playing basketball. Smart, good. Um, last two conspiracy theory. It's not really a question, just a statement. I think the Nets. I think they're banking on the chance that the NBA slash New York City, and really it's New York City who makes the decision, that there's going to be some change in COVID policy by the time the playoffs roll around. Like, I know we're in this huge spike with Omicron, but the more and more cases we see of vaccinated people being asymptomatic, I mean, that's what a lot of positive tests are. Not a lot. I don't want to say that like generally. Dude, everyone I know has, has COVID right now. Literally everybody. And they're vaccinated. And they're all vaccinated and they're all asymptomatic. Right. Yeah. So in, in what we're seeing in the NFL, the NFL's delayed three games this weekend because there's a lot of vaccinated players who are asymptomatic. And I think we're going to be entering a new sort of mental state around COVID where, and this doesn't apply to Kyrie because he's unvaccinated, but a positive test isn't this thing that like people are freaking out about if you are vaccinated and you don't have symptoms, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think the Nets, let's say it's a 10% chance. I think part of their calculations is like, this thing is changing week by week, month by month, sometimes better, sometimes for the worse. Um, sort of like the acceptance of having COVID, unfortunately, is increasing mm-hmm. um, because more people are getting it, vaccinated and unvaccinated. And, you know, we are hoping that everyone is okay every time they get it. Like, you're hoping it's asymptomatic, of course. I just think they're banking on the fact that, like, maybe the city will make a decision. Hey, if you're unvaccinated and you get tested this amount and you prove to be negative, you can basically do everything that a vaccinated person can. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of going, like, you can you can go to a bar, restaurant, you could perform in a Broadway show if you prove that you've had a negative test within 48 hours or something like that. Right. And if they, you know, the playoffs is a long ways away. It's like five months, mm-hmm. basically. Like that's you know May. Think of how many April May decisions can change for Josiah by then. My God, two months yeah. is you know. So I, I think they're banking on that. So that's my conspiracy theory. Last thing, final thought. Love it. Are are we sure we want this? I'm going to say yes. It, it, I, I'm going to say yes, I'll and it's like it's like sixty five percent yes. You know. That's where I'm at with it, because I, I, I mean the the no, the arguments for no are a little bit more like pr- principled, yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't. I've, it's not the <laughs> like first time death. I've given up on my principles, <laughs> you know. So, so that's uh, you know, and Nets basketball over principles, you know. Would I if nobody found out about it? Would I kill somebody? And knowing that it would result in, a, in the Nets like to win a championship, and nobody finds out, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just asking the hard <laughs> questions. <laughs> You said you know you're just posing. The question, I'm not, not saying one way or the other. Yep. I'm just you know. So yeah. yeah. So, so the, yeah. The thing that gives me comfort is, I mean, I can't even know how much I trust this, but the fact that uh, allegedly all the players and coaches are seemingly on board with Kyrie playing, and those are the guys that are most impacted. Now, there's like, of course, there's so, so much more support staff. There's trainers. There's people around the team that aren't coaching and that are players. And I hope the Nets are really going to do a good job of protecting those people mm-hmm. who don't have a say in the matter but will have to be around Kyrie. But, I mean, again, the team has a COVID outbreak right now. Everyone's at risk. Yeah. Um, mostly everyone with the Nets is probably vaccinated as an employee from top to bottom. True. So 
are we sure we want this? Yeah. It sucks. It's weird. I blame Kyrie for being in the situation. I'm not absolving him of his sins. But yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. If if they wanna if they if he wants to play and everyone's happy with him playing, it's not optimal that it's part time, but let's give it a shot. Who do you think if anyone talks shit about Kyrie Irving not playing home games, who's it gonna be? Cam Thomas. No. <laughs> somebody somebody if you gotta pick somebody, gun to your head. Like on the nets, like if there's like some like you get in a, a locker room fight about like dude, you just got to be playing. You know who? Yeah, you yeah. know who I think? Who's it? It's Blake Griffin. It's probably well, no, like I was gonna say Lamarcus Aldridge because I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge gives a shit. Meaning like he would say like he seems like the kind of guy that'd be like basically like he doesn't think Kyrie's like that big of a deal, and he'd be like, mm. dude, you're screwing us. But it's really actually James Harden because James Harden's the guy who's the star without a championship. He's, he's the thought leader, you know. He's so he's the leader of the team allegedly. From what although we're told. I think KD is has low key usurped yeah. him recently. KD yeah, as he should. KD won the young people vote. He got the Gen Z to to, <laughs> to be on. To, it's a tough vote. But remember how desperate? I mean, again, we talk about Harden in the Bucks series. He played hurt. Like he is so desperate for a championship. Yeah, I think like he is. He would be furious with Kyrie Irving and will be potentially if like Kyrie comes back and gives them that taste mm. of what Kyrie could be like. Mm. But then like he's constantly withholding. Wow. So I think I, so maybe Harden will be the guy, the secret MVP. Wow. Tells. I love it. Do last question. Should oh. the Nets just the moment Kyrie walks through the door, they just stick him with the Johnson and Johnson needle. Is that wrong? That's probably uh, right. the Johnson Johnson's not the one. It feels like feels like that one's well. It's just one shot. You know, you only really have one shot at yeah sticking with a needle. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, while we're throwing principles out, like you know, forget it. It's all out the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, get us all out right. of here. Um, you can find us on Twitter at BK Glue Guys Nets Daily The Athletic get yourself behind the paywall. The Athletic slash Glue Guys Rap, rap God Ryan Rap God. Uh, thanks everybody. Bye bye.